thank you everybody for taking the time out to listen to me once again this is real talk with tim and i'm back with another episode shout out to everybody who's been showing me love on my podcast i really appreciate that now if you have apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, spotify or iHeart radio please make sure you go look me up on all four platforms to keep up with the content also make sure y'all go follow me on instagram at real talk with tim at twitter at rtwt podcast to keep up with the content as well and today guys i'm back again with another great episode and today we're going to be talking a little bit about burying the old you. Now, before I get into this topic, let me just first thank everybody once again for riding with me on this long ride of season four. Season five is on the way. I have so much, so many things in store for season five that I really don't want to talk about right now. It's going to be a time and place for everything I got, listen, man, I got so much stuff on the way. Like, I got some reveals. I got some surprise stuff. Oh, man, I don't even want to do it to you right now. But listen, y'all, y'all already know how I do it. When I bring guests on my platform, I allow them to introduce themselves and tell y'all a little bit about themselves and their podcast if they have one. So without further ado, I would like my guest to go ahead and introduce yourself. Hello, everybody. My name is Joy Harris. I'm an empowerment life coach of Joyful Connections Life Coaching. Um, I help my clients navigate their way to a new, re- new and improved life that they want, and I help people reach their full potential. I have people who come who have a lack of confidence, low self-esteem. Um, they just have trouble showing up for themselves and setting healthy boundaries. So what I do in my practice is help them um, shift their mindsets because that's where it starts. It begins right there because if without a healthy mindset, you won't be able to make any changes that you need to make. So that's what I do in my practice. And also I am an accountability partner for them. And I also give them a safe place to be vulnerable, to just show up as themselves and show up for themselves to discuss anything that they want to be able to maximize and become everything that they want to become. Now, that is an amazing resume. But first, let me ask you this, though, because, you know, when I sit here and I look all over the Internet, right? I see a whole bunch of life coach, life coach, life coach, life coach in all types of bios, right? So tell me real quick, just to, just to get to know you a little bit, tell me what separates you from any other life coach. Well, I feel what separates me is I come authentic and I come from experience. And I also the things that I help people with are things that I also at one time had issues with. And also, um, I have a way with people. I've always had an experience with people because I was a hairstylist of 30 years. So I had to retire from that career due to injury to my back. So I was figuring out what else I can still do to help people develop more so than on the outside, but more deeper on the inside. So, and I come authentic and I come from experience, like I've had experience with divorce. I've had experience with body dysmorphia. I've had experience with confidence and stuff at one time. So I'm a person that after I get through things and figure it out for myself, I like to help other people do that and like to be a catalyst for them to um, have their new reinvention of their life. Oh, that's that's amazing. That's amazing. That's one of the that's one of the best ways to do it. You know, when you have experience in something, you you know how far you've come from whatever it is, and then you know how to tell other people what steps to follow and all of that. So yeah, I feel you. More power to the life coaches, y'all. <laughs> but yeah, y'all, today we're gonna talk a little bit about burying the old you. And this topic is very important. Because there are a lot of people who are, who are not letting go of 
how you used to be. And there may be people out there where it may be hard for you to let go how they used to be. So this may ruffle some feathers, you know, depending on what you're going through right now, the current moment in life. But um, I want to first ask you, right? Why do you feel like, why do you think people can't let go of the old version of you? Why do you feel like, why do you feel like it's so hard for people to do that? I feel like people stay stuck because it's familiar. And some people don't know or have never seen what a healthy existence or healthy family or healthy relationships look like. So when they have toxic relationships, a lot of times it's a norm for some people because because that's where they came from. So it's unheard of. They don't even know how to begin to let go into, they can't even fathom what a, a healthy life will look like because they don't know what that looks like. So it is more comfortable to stay with what's familiar. And if they've been with this person or or whatever toxic environment they're in is history for them because they already are comfortable. They've been existing there. So it just becomes hard. And a lot of people don't want to take that, cur- don't have the courage to make that next step that they need to do to, you know, get really sick and tired of being sick and tired to just decide to make the steps to get out of it, to become, to make a better life for themselves. Right. And ain't it, ain't it so weird that people are attracted to toxicity? Like yeah. it's weird. Like, why do you, why do you let me get your personal opinion on that like why do you why do you think people are or where do you think that comes from where people where people are attracted more towards toxic behavior is it like the thrill or like what no i don't believe it's the thrill i think it starts at childhood and depending on what kind of family environment we came from i feel like people just kind of do over what they've seen you know just repeat um those behaviors and so, like, if you've been abused as a child or if you have been in a family where there's a lot of violence, usually the man or woman um, opts out and that's when they meet in a partner and they just keep repeating it because that's what's normal to them. And we think it's weird, but to them, it's normal because they don't know anything else. Yeah, I feel like everything starts from childhood. Mm-hmm. I did an episode uh, from season two called The Kids of Today. And I think, I believe somewhere in that episode, I said something about behaviors starting from the starting from home, you know, in childhood and stuff like that. Basically, kids gonna reenact what they see and they're gonna reenact it in their, you know, their teen years or their adult years and stuff like that. Uh, by the way, everybody gonna check that out, kids of today season two. <clears throat> but yeah, so. I'm just saying, like, I, I really, I really feel you. I can, I, I really understand what you're saying. And it's good that you took up life coaching um, because, you know, it's always good to, like, help the people after you or, the, yeah, the people after you, you know what I'm saying? And just how to, you know, guide them through life and stuff like that, that tr- yeah. at least try to get them to avoid certain things. You know what I'm saying? So that's real good. So, so let me ask you this. Have you ever known one version of someone and told yourself, you know what? I don't see them growing at all. I don't see them changing. Have you ever, have you ever witnessed that? I've seen people appear that they won't ever change. And sometimes they run out of time. Like if they pass away, some people die the way that they are. They don't get a chance to change. But I've also seen the other side of it. I've seen people who look like they won't ever change. And, you know, they, we think they should do it maybe in their earlier years, but sometimes some people change. They may make that major shift. And when they're 60 or 70 years old, I've seen that. 
And um, it's just a matter of how you want to leave this world. You know, if you want to continue like that or because most of the times when we're doing things that we're not supposed to, or if we're doing things that are, you know, displeasing, we know that. And if some people want to make amends, you know, and they want to leave this world, you know, the proper way, I feel that that sometimes gives them the encouragement and strength to make some changes so they can go off with a, you know, leave their legacy, not a stain, you know, just do something new and different and before they leave here. Man, I, I tell you one thing. I'm, t- <laughs> I've definitely, definitely seen more than one person. Hell, I'm related to a few of them, right? I have seen this like for over some time now. Uh, I've seen people be the same way for years, for years and years. I'm not talking about a few years, a few months, uh, five years, nothing like that. I'm talking about years. Like, like I'm 35. I'll be 36 in five months. I'm talking about I've known people since I was like 20 or a little under 20 and they have still the way that they are now they was that way back then when before i was 20. so Mm -hmm. i can definitely speak on that and say i have definitely seen one version of somebody and told myself i don't see them changing because sometimes when people are let's just say people are like you got somebody that's wilding out somebody that's in the streets, somebody that that's all they know. They they just always getting in trouble, getting locked up left and right. And they always get the help that they need. But when they get the help they need, they not receiving it too well. So if you're not receiving the help from someone, then how will you ever change? If you're not receiving the help from one person, what makes you think that you're going to, what makes you think that they're going to receive the help from the second person or the third person or the fourth person? You know what probably will change if someone like, someone like that uh, ends up in a life changing uh, situation. Yes. Like, let's just say you got somebody who break the law and they get locked up and they go in front of a judge and the judge and they realize that they could do some hard time right yes that that may be a wake-up call because a lot of times wake-up calls actually do what they say wake you up yes but you still do somewhere in the world got people who even if they get those wake-up calls they still they 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 not gonna wake up they they done like they're gonna continue to be who they're gonna be Mm -hmm. well the first problem is a lot of times people don't they first have to admit that they know that there is a problem and there's some things that they do need to change so if they don't do that and come to that point they won't ever change because it comes with admitting and it comes with taking ownership and if you don't do that, you're not going to ever change. You'll stay the same way and you'll point your finger and make like it's the other person because that's easier to do than to do the work to change. A lot of people don't want to put in the work that it takes to change. They want to just, it's not an overnight thing. It's like you literally have to do the work yourself and you have to implement new behaviors. Um, you may, you got to do everything in reverse of what you currently do it. And a lot of people are on they're not up for that challenge. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people don't like to take ownership of nothing. And you know what? I'm not even gonna lie to you. I'm not even gonna lie to you. I I have not always taken ownership my whole life. I'm not even gonna lie to you. But a lot of things come with growth. You know what I mean? I had yeah. to, I had to, the way that I am now, I had to grow into a lot of these ways. 
And yes. that comes with maturity. You know yes. what I'm saying? Somewhere along the way, I had a wake-up call in every type of situation that I can think of. But see, I have the mindset to where though I know I know when I get more than one chance or a wake up call, I know that it's time to change. Yeah. So it's time to bury that old version of myself and recreate, create this new version of myself that I want to present to the world. Yes. You feel me? So let me ask you this question. Have you ever been in a situation where someone still thought that you were the old you? But for but but you were like way beyond that. Yes, I've had that happen. Um, because used to be I used to um immediately when someone would offend me or do something that was a no-no, I would immediately just jump right on it and I would just I didn't give people a break. I didn't count to 20 and all those things. It was immediate hair trigger temper. But as I like you said, as I became more mature and I started seeing it for what it was. And when I was having a good day, I just came to a choice for myself that I'm not going to let people ruin my day when I'm having a good day over something that I can't change that they're doing. A lot of people are just ignorant. And so I just allow people to do that. I don't have to get ignorant with them. And that was a choice that I made for myself that I was going to take the higher role and that I was going to, you know, the battle is not mine. I had to learn that the battle is not mine. But I did learn in that to set healthy boundaries for myself. And that way I didn't have to I set my environment a little different by setting healthy boundaries and not allowing access to certain people that provoke me to anger and to come out of character. So that helped a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, but isn't that hard though? Taking a high road and just like, <laughs> Hey, let me, I just know like, it's so hard to bite your tongue. It's so hard. To, you know how thick your skin gotta be. Like in today's world, do you know how thick your skin gotta be to ignore things that ignore the things that people do? People yeah. say, people say some rude and nasty and disrespectful things in mm-hmm. today's world right now. I believe it's getting more nasty, more disrespectful, and more rude. And you have to, unfortunately, you have to elevate, you have to adjust with time. It's, it's getting harder to adjust with time because like because when you sit back and you think you're like hold up I'm a grown-ass man or I'm a grown-ass woman mm-hmm. why the hell am I sitting back listening to this man or this woman say all of this to me now mm-hmm. if I be quiet then it's gonna look like I'm a punk and they and they got one over on me See, this is the battle right here, y'all. This is the battle right here. Because right now you got a battle between uh, acting out or being mature and taking the high road. Yeah. See, the, this is the battle that people uh, fight every day. Do yes. I really want to come out of character for this person? Because if I come out of character for this person, then that's going to... If I come out of character, it's going to make my character seem low. It's, yes. But, but, the, but the hard part is, it's like, I still have to let people know that I'm not to be fucked with. Yeah. So yeah. that's that's why I say like that's, that's that's real hard to just take the high road because even me right now as a man at 35, when I see youngins around me that's like in their 20s or teenagers, and I already know they wilding out these days. So when they when I got let's just say I got a 16 year old just talking trash to me like yeah. as a grown man I'm looking at him like. I'm like, little boy, I'm going to smack the hell out of him. 
Yeah. But as a man, I'm like, I would be wrong because he's he's a minor. He's 16, and I'm a grown man. I'm knocking on. I'm almost 40. So which road do I take? Because it's hard. Because if I smack the shit out of him, I'm going to jail. Yeah. I'm gonna go to jail just for fight, just for hitting him because he's a minor. But it's like, am I supposed to just sit and take the disrespect? Because if I sit and take the disrespect, then it's like, damn, I just let a 16-year-old kid punk me. So it's a hard battle every day. I'll tell you, like, I think about that every day because I see a lot of youngers wilding out, like, in my, like, in my eyesight or whatever. If I drive past somebody or something like that, I'm like, man, man, I wish I could jack some of these youngers up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But it's 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 hard. So I, I definitely get it. So but see, this is all this is what this episode is all about. You know, you, you have to kind of like just put the old you behind and like stop. Don't like don't don't worry about trying to like have like a rep. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Just worry about worry about doing the right thing so that you can still have your yes. freedom and you know all that good stuff. Yes, it's not a lot of this stuff. A lot of this, you can get locked up for anything. Yes, a lot of this stuff is not worth it. Mm-hmm. It's not worth it at all. Yeah. I, and I think about that a lot. Like I think about, I think about freedom a lot because yes. I see a lot of things, and I just hope that I'm never in a position where I have to think about my freedom. Yes, it's like you can, and it just depends on when you get to a place of peace within yourself. And when you see, as long as someone's not directly like trying to cause me harm, bodily harm, I find it, I can ignore them because I know that if I don't, I know what I can lose if I don't in the event that I don't. And so I can kind of, that's what helps me, but I'm much older than you too. But I kind of just look at, do I want to ruin my peace or ruin my chances of freedom, take myself out of character, you know, and do that for someone who's not even worth it or just have compassion for them because we don't know where these children are coming from and where they're coming out and where this anger is coming from too so it can be that angle also but also at the same time you have to demand your respect to set boundaries and let people know that you're not somebody that you just walk up on and do anything too but at the same time we don't have to jump on everything unless someone is like I said is going to cause you bodily harm then now I won't care if you're 16 or not Right, <laughs> then it's gonna be different. But we just talking mess, you know, whatever, just whatever. Oh yeah. A lot of times, ignoring people, um, um, dilute, dilutes their power. And I'm yeah. all about that. It's like a reverse psychology. I'm all about like if you arguing back and forth with someone, that's the fueling the fire, you know. And when you let people talk by themselves, they make it makes them look crazy and ignorant because you're not even talking back to them. They're looking at you're hollering and going out of this, and you're just looking at them like. Unfazed. Oh and yeah, that's what you know that you know that brown people well more though. Yeah. When you when they when they realize they talking to themselves or arguing with themselves, you know that's what riled them up more though. Well, you know what? Like I said, if they get riled enough to to want to overstep that and go too far with it, then I won't care if they're sixteen or if they're eighty nine. I won't care at that point. But I just get people to get into the job. Yeah, I just try to let people. You know, if you want to be brave enough to step out and do that and provoke something and you don't know the outcome, what it could possibly be, that's a chance they take. But I do give people a little grace for a little bit. Um, hey, before look, they speaking, go of, speaking of 89, <laughs> hey, hold up real quick. Have you ever had anybody, have you ever had any woman or any man 
older, quite older than you, disrespect you, and then oh. you, and then you said to yourself, you know what? I want in the back of my mind, I want to slap your old ass. But you know, did you say, you know what? This person is old enough to be my mother. This person is old enough to be my father. I'm, you know, I'm more mature than this. I'm above this. Let me take a second to recollect. Have you, have you ever been in that situation? Um, I've been in that situation. I used to work, I used to do hair for, um, on the side for Alzheimer's facility. So those people, that was a whole nother, that was a whole nother environment. But um, I've been around older people, but it was more the workers. It was an older guy that used to work there. And he was known for being really rude and belligerent to people. And a lot of people were scared of this guy. So I had never encountered him. So he came down and he wanted to get disrespectful with me. He was talking to me in a way I didn't want. And I just basically put him in his place because everybody else hides and run from him. And I just, you gotta, you gotta stand your ground with people. Even an older person, it's a way that you do it. You know, it's, your, it's all about your delivery. And you just let people say, hey, you know, don't speak to me that way. Do not speak to me that way. You know, I'm, I'm being respectful of you and I would demand that same thing back from me. I do that with family members or whoever. Don't speak to me any kind of way. And I'll let them know. That's how you're supposed to feel. Yeah. That's how you're supposed to feel. That's how that's how it is. Like, and I feel that way too because yeah. I'm very respectful of people older than me. Like, I don't I don't go back and forth with nobody or nothing no. like that. Especially somebody that's like, especially somebody that's old enough, you know, old enough to be my grandmother or something. And I'm like, nah, I can't disrespect them. But when they get out of line, like if an older person that's old enough to be my grandmother or mother was to like disrespect me or something like mm-hmm. that I, I they they get a different form of something they get a different form of disrespect back exactly it, it's like a it's like a mature professional disrespect not yeah. like I'm talking to somebody my age like if it was somebody my age it'd be all fuck you you yeah. know either whatever yes. you know shut the mm-hmm. uh, you know it'll be all of that but it's like if it was like an older woman, and that older woman, older man, different. But if it's an older woman, I don't know what I would say. But I wouldn't talk to her like she's somebody my age. Though it's a form of respect still. But I'm still letting you know, like, nah, I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. You can't be talking to me like this. Yeah. Yes, for older person, I'll do, I'll do, I'll bid them. I'll say to them, um, with all due respect. I'm going to ask that you, I, I'll, I'll start proper at first. I said, with all due respect, I'm going to ask that you not speak to me that way. I don't yeah. deserve that. I don't like it. And it's not appropriate for you to be speaking to me. And because my aunt, I had an older aunt, my grandmother's sister used to be really rude. And she would just, she said, well, you ain't, you know, I don't think you're too old for me to whoop your behind. I said, well, yeah, I am way too old for that. And, so he, <laughs> and I said, I, I said, I'm, I'm way too old for that. I said, so I'm going to ask that you don't even think about trying it because I said, at my age, now I do a little whooping too. So I'm going to ask that you don't do it. But she said, she looked at me like she was shocked because nobody ever rebukes her like that. But I had to do that. And she never did that again. You, just, you can put people in their place without having, it's all about your delivery. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. most definitely. And I have definitely had my little fair share of back and forth with people uh, older than me. Well, women older than me. Mm-hmm. But uh, it wasn't, like I said, I, 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 it was never like a lashing out type of thing. It was more so me letting them know what was up, putting my foot yeah. down. That's, That's all that was about. Yeah. But, how, but how important is it 
that we all elevate and become a better version of ourselves because sometimes you got a lot of times you got people who will always bring you down or try to keep you at the level that they at so just tell me how important is it that we all really elevate and become a better version of ourselves I feel that's very important and the more you elevate those people that hang on to you the higher you go the more they'll fall off of you it's like they're hanging on to you but like hanging on to an airplane that's flying and going higher and higher after a while they can't hang on it's because you outgrow them and you outgrow those environments or where they are and then they all may they may even think you're being funny or acting different but no it's not that you're growing and evolving and if they don't want to do that that's fine but you want to do that and so you just you just come around different people you meet you end up meeting different friends it doesn't mean i don't like y'all and hang out with you but i'm in, i'm doing different things i'm moving forward and i'm moving up there's different things i want out of life if you're okay walking around with a wild iris rose bottle and that's why you want to do that's fine but that's not what i want for my life so it's like you eventually just kind of leave people behind it's not on purpose it just happens because you just outgrow people in certain behaviors so so with you being a life coach have you ever had to like have you ever had to like give have you ever had a client that was a close friend of yours that you had to like that you had to like really help because they was just like down bad like do you deal with people that you close friends with? Like, how does that whole thing work? How do you how do you handle situations like that when you know you close friends with a person? Do you separate the life coach from the real Miss Harris, or like how do you do that? Every form or every fashion, no matter who it is, they always get the real Miss Harris. Friends, um, family, whoever. It's like if I'm coaching them. I have friends who I've talked to way before I became a life coach. I've only been a life coach for like a year. Um, and I just tell them, everybody knows me that I'm brutally honest, but in a not in a hurtful way. So if you don't want the truth, then don't ask me because that's what I don't sugarcoat things. And my friends know that about me. That's why they do come to me and talk because they, when, by the time they come to me and speak to me about something, they're ready for a change. But they need me to tell them whatever they're asking. They need the truth from me. And when I give it to them, then they know they may cry or they, some of them cry or whatever. And some of them, they'll go away for a couple of days after I've told them what they've asked me, but it's painful for them to hear, but they take it better coming from me for some reason. Hey, that just means they respect you. Mm-hmm. They respect you. I love them. They respect you more than they, more than they respect whoever else that, whoever else that they friends with. <laughs> yeah. I just tell people and, and, and at the same time, if it's something I'm doing or it's this behavior someone sees about me. I leave it open. It's not one-sided. If someone comes to me and say, Joy, you know, you're always defensive or you're this or this or that. I'll assess myself and like, is that me? And if it doesn't line up and match up with me, then I don't accept it. But if it does, and I know it, and then I'll work on that. Because I used to be more defensive and have my guard up with people. And I would lash out, you know, quicker. Because that came from other past people overstepping their boundaries with me when I will allow it. So once I stopped allowing that, you know... I be, it, it seemed like I was defensive because I was like kind of a little standoffish to not let people get too close to me to do, you know, to betray me or hurt me like they've done in the past. Right. So I had to kind of smooth out that because I did. I said, yeah, you are a little rough and a little abrasive sometimes. But right. trying to keep people to, to get their distance back. But after I learned how to smoothly do it, you can do it a little more tactfully where it's not going to hurt someone and still right. set those boundaries. Right. And me, myself, you know, I think it's very important to elevate because I really feel like if if someone is trying to be something in life, like let's just say you're trying to be an actor 
right? If you're trying to be an actor, why do you want to stay in the same unmotivated position that you're in right now? Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way that you really want to be an actor if you're not setting the foundation of trying to, like, get noticed. Like, it's a lot of stuff out here right now. Like, the greatest thing that ever happened to the internet is social media. Mm-hmm. Because remember, because I specifically remember, like, because I used to try to be a rapper when I was like much younger. So I, social media wasn't out there, and it was a time period where you had to actually make a demo tape and put it in the mail and send it off to a record label. Mm-hmm. Like now, it's so easy to be discovered. All you gotta do is set your phone up, record yourself doing something, and post it. And just keep posting and posting and posting. Be consistent. Post it. Because all your favorite famous people are on the internet. And if you think they're not looking for new talent or new people to work with, you crazy. Yes. Stay consistent. Do what you love to do. And you will get noticed. Like, it's not that hard. So elevate, elevate yourself. Like stop staying in one spot. Yeah. Like when I first started this podcast and a lot of people heard this story. If you haven't, if you've been living under a rock, I'm going to tell you again. Now, when I first started this podcast, I was not consistent. I used to record. I didn't even have no Instagram page. I didn't have a Twitter page. I didn't have none of that stuff. When I first started recording, I would record and just send it to people's phones. Like, I wasn't even, like, I, there's no way I was going to elevate doing that. Okay. There's no way I was going to elevate doing that. I knew, so, I don't know what happened. I don't, somewhere along the way, somewhere along the way, a bug spot, right? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I know damn well I ain't going to get nowhere like this. So I end up making an Instagram page. When I made an Instagram page, all it took was me to, all it took was me to get in, get in touch or start communicating with other podcasters. Soon as I did that, I started learning from them, watching what they do, seeing what they do, and I was like, damn, I can do that. Mm-hmm. But if I can't do that, let me ask a, let me send them a message and ask them how they do that. So everything starts from a question or like just whatever. Just elevate yourself. Stop staying in one spot. Yes. You already you already don't do that in general. Like it's, it's a lot of people who when you want something, you're going to get it. If Michael Jordan put out some new shoes, you're going to break your damn back to go get them. You're going to go wait in that damn line and you're going to get those shoes. Mm-hmm. If you're if you're a gamer and you like video games, when that video game come out and that midnight release hit, you're gonna get in that line and go get that video game. Yeah. You're gonna wake up, you're gonna make sure you get that video game. You're gonna make sure you get in that line to get those tickets for that concert. So why you can't do that with with your with your uh with your hobby? Like, or if it's I don't know if you wanna make it a hobby or not, whatever, but why you can't do that with your with your talent, with your yeah. talent. If you are a talented rapper, talented actor, talented dancer, whatever you is, why you can't do that with that? I feel like people don't think that they're good enough because I once felt like that before. 
And I just think I think people um, don't feel like they're that they're qualified, that they're good enough, or they may feel like, oh, nobody wants to listen to me. I don't, you know. But they don't realize there's always somebody whose ear you will gain, or who's you know who wants to hear what you have to say. And there are some people who want to see you, but you have to put yourself out there. And, and me, I'm more of a. I used to be more of a background person myself. I like to, I did a lot of magical things from the background because I didn't require any credit and praise for it. But then now, and I'm in a stage of my life where it's time for me to come out and answer my calling, which is speaking, you know, and talking and speaking and um, just being there and coaching. So it's put me out there where I'm doing stuff like this with you and other podcasts I've been on. I've been on different lives because that's me putting myself out there. Because if you want to get in this industry and, you know, you want to be a speaker or something, like you say, you have to connect with other ones and learn and sponge from them. See what you can learn to add to your toolbox. So I've been, the more I've been putting myself out there, I, I made a challenge with myself last year. And it was a few things that I said I wanted to accomplish in a year's time. And that was one of them was putting myself more out there. So the more I'm doing that, you know, I'm getting more exposure and meeting some of the coolest people. And that's how I've met you also. Yeah, that's that's really what it's all about. You know, challenging yourself, you know what I'm saying, in life and whatever it is, you know, just challenge yourself. And if you can complete those challenges, over you know overcome them obstacles and all of that then you good i don't know why like you said people i don't think people do i don't think people want to work hard that's what i think i don't i don't think a lot of people know the value of hard work mm-hmm. so they kind of shy away from it when they know that they have to do a lot of things then it's like oh my god oh no i can't do that yes you can you ain't even try Elevate, man. You do you think all these people that we look up to? You think all these people that we look up to uh, just woke up one morning and wham, bam, everything at the doorstep? Nah, yes. they actually did a lot. And some of these, some of these high-profile celebrities, they'll tell you that they was homeless before their fame. Now, I, I mean, whether you believe it or not, I mean, some of them just be telling those stories just to motivate a person, but. I mean, who knows if they're telling the truth or not. But at the end of the day, we know they had to work hard to get to where they at. Mm-hmm. And that's all it's about. That's why I feel like elevation is important. Like that's Elevation. Why that. Elevation is major. You're not ever supposed to stay in the same spot and be stagnant. You know, it's all about, um, you know, moving, shifting, evolving, you know, and maximizing everything you can be and just really surprising yourself and you know just putting yourself out there and putting that work and then you'll be surprised at what you can do and you it shocks you sometimes like wow i didn't know i had that in me and then that grows more it makes you want to what else can i do and it just stretches you further and usually at the end of it you have a you know you're more fulfilled when you go for it even if it fails even if it doesn't turn out the way you want you know you will never know that if you don't go for it things right oh definitely but um but one last question for you, right? Mm-hmm. One last question for you. What's what's your favorite thing about being a life coach? You know, with seeing the transformation in people's lives, seeing them come to one of those aha moments, like when you can see when it clicks for them, um, just from what they're talking. Because in our in life coaching, we don't give advice. What we do is ask curious questions and open-ended questions, and we do a lot of active listening. And um, we do a lot of thought-provoking questions. So once we ask those questions like that and the answer comes from that client, then they, they gain confidence because the answer is within them. They just needed someone to help guide them to those answers, you know, and that comes from the questioning we ask. 
And then when they like, oh, okay, it's like they start connecting the dots and they can get to figure out, okay, this is why I've been procrastinating or this is why. And then when you start seeing, then, you know, we hold them accountable, you know, accountable, we become an accountability partner for them. And we may set like little goals for the week, like before the next visit. And when they come back and they say, hey, I did that homework and this is this and that happened. And you can just start seeing their confidence build and their self-esteem. And you start seeing that inner joy return. And I love that. It gives me a high and it makes me know that I'm being effective, you know, and just being a catalyst yeah. for them to do it. It's really, it's very rewarding. Have you, have you, have you ever had a client that you made cry and you had to hold back your tears from crying? Oh, I mean, I'm a crybaby anyway. And just when I, I am a really major crybaby. I was, yeah, I'm a crybaby. Just when I hear them, it really touches me when I see them come, when they, I, what makes me feel that way is when they, when I can see that they trust me enough with their stories and they trust me with their painful things that's happened to them. And they see that I support them and I don't flinch and I don't roll my eyes and be like, oh my God, really? You know, they don't feel bad about it. And when I see them, when I feel like they've gained trust with me like that, that moves me and makes me know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do and I'm being effective. But um, sometimes there's stories you do have to bite your lip because some of it really ma- makes you cry. And sometimes my eyes will water up and that's okay too if that happens. But um, it's yeah. just really hard to hear some of the things they've been through. And it just helps me know when I'm not talking to them, how can we, I'll set up different um, strategies and get them around that or whatever. And then when they come to the other side of that mountain that they have with those obstacles or roadblocks, it is so rewarding to see them thriving when their life is thriving and they and their smile returns, you know, that inner joy returns. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. definitely ain't nothing wrong with that, especially if your business is to help people and get them and get them to elevate. Yes. So you definitely gonna have a different type of emotion tied to it. So yes, I do. that's very understandable. But what yeah. I want you to do is yes. what I want you to do is I not only do I want you to tie in your uh, social media handles. I want you to also tell people where they can find you if they want some coaching in life. Yes. Um, I'm on IG and um, you can get in my DMs. Um, I have a link tree, but I've been having trouble linking it to my bio thing, but you can also, but you can get in my DMs and what I'll do is send you my link tree to your email and then we can get on, I can get you on my Calendly schedule and you can schedule times that you want to come and right now, from now to through the first of the year, I'm offering a 30 minutes for $30 just to, for a trial period to see if we will be a good fit for each other or if coaching will be an option for you. And also, I'm offering 15-minute to 30-minute discovery calls, which is when you call me and then you can um, we can talk about what issues or what things you want to change in your life. And we can talk about it and you can just, and then that way you can make your decision if you'd like to have me coach you. So I'm doing that for free. Normally that's a, like a, a $30 value, but I've been doing those because I do want people to, I'm doing it because I do want people to reach out and try coaching because it really helps, you know, now if they need a therapist, that's a different thing. Coaching is for people who want to, um, who feel stuck and they want to build a new future for themselves. And I like to help people do that. And I like to make it affordable for people because more importantly for me, the payoff is going to see people thriving in their lives because that's what makes you, that's what makes the world go around. If we get more happy people and they're like the life that they have, they'll bring more happiness and they may help the next person. And maybe we can start seeing more of a positive change. Right, right. Okay. Well, that's good. Well, if y'all want to talk to Miss Joy Harris, you know, talk about life and yes. all that other stuff. 
Hit her up. Yes. And, and I also you, have a work phone number I can give you too. I can give you my business number, which is 513-400-4917. And you can call that number too if you want to do a talk like that, or we can talk through DMs, Google Meet, Zoom. That's how I meet clients through all those different platforms. All of that. Y'all mm-hmm. heard her. Y'all heard it here first on Real Talk with Tim, y'all. But y'all already know where to find me. Real Talk with Tim on IG. RTWT podcast on Twitter. Look me up on Snapchat. I think my Snapchat is Real Talk with Tim. No Real Talk with Tim podcast. You know, it is what it is. Look, y'all already know where to find me though, right? But listen, y'all. Hey, season. Hey, man. Look, season four. We at the end. We at the end, man. It's bitter. It's a bittersweet moment because I would love to keep dropping for y'all, but I can't because I gotta go relax and come back with the comeback. Look, hey, listen, more season five uh, content announcements to come. But I want to thank y'all for joining me and Miss Harris talking about burying the old you. Um, look out for the next episode. Keep supporting. Keep riding with me. I love the support. I love y'all. And thank y'all for tuning in. Be great. Believe and be yourself. Be great. Be yourself. And believe. I'm going to holler at y'all.